Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? It's another episode of this podcast, and we're still on the Millennial Creative Series. I think this is part four. Yeah, this is part four of the series, and so far, I think it has been going well. And if you if you've been listening to me and you've been following this series, and maybe there's anybody that you want to you like, there's any creative that you think that should be added to this whole thing, you can always hit me up and tell me so that I will hit up the person and see where the person can join us on this. Um, on this series we're doing. But on today's episode, I have a special guest with me. She's a YouTuber and also a full content creator. She does everything. And she's here to share her journey with you guys. And she's also going to, you know, answer some questions that I feel will help anyone that also wants to go into the creative species. And so, um, Rachel, can you introduce yourself? Okay, hi guys. Um, it's Ife here. Thank you for having me today, Chris. You know, first of all, like when I saw your name on your stuff, Rachel, like I was shocked because I never knew you as Rachel. I I think I thought you were always Ife. I never knew you. Okay, I mean, my name, everybody knows me as Ife, yeah, but Rachel is my English name. So I just like thought to put it in my bio. Oh, that was nice. That was really nice. So I went to your page. I saw that you're a YouTuber. I saw you're a content creator. I saw that you're a makeup artist. You do a lot of things. Yeah, and, I do. And the whole content creation thing is like not just YouTube, like, you do IGTV, like, you even dropped a vlog, I think, yesterday. Yes, I worked it too. Like, my IG is defender. Please check out my vlog too. Don't worry, like you don't even need to <laughs> tell them. I'll put I'll put this stuff in the description. See, everybody, just before you even listen to this four episode, just go and follow on IG, watch our videos, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's always just videos there too. I think every week. Is it every week? Or I don't know I, how long. I try to every week, but then now I think I'm just going to be more regular on my IG so I can like grow my IG before we move to um, YouTube. That was nice. So guys, just post now and just go on. Or you, as you can listen to this episode and just be subscribing. You can much talk like that. So um, first of all, I'd like to know like what's, what's like, give us like a brief background of your content or your creative journey. Like do you always start out as a YouTuber or you just grew into the YouTube space. Like, what do you say about us? All right. So, um, I always liked makeup. I always used to like makeup from secondary school. So, I thought yeah. to go into makeup. I wanted to do makeup in my 100 level. That's when I started, like, going into makeup proper. And then yeah. I just thought, okay, I could do videos too while I do my makeup and everything. Yeah. So, I decided to start my... My makeup started on Instagram, yeah. But then I also like, I don't know, it was just a vibe. Always, hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've always like, I've always been, I don't know, I just like the camera. Like, I actually like speaking to the camera a lot. Yeah, so this is that. <laughs> I was like, okay, let me just do this YouTube thing because, yeah, it's very interesting, very nice. And I also like editing. So I was just like, yeah, I'm going to just do this full time and like for a long time. Wait, you so, say you yeah, like editing? Yes, I do. I edit my videos myself. I'm not a pro, but like I actually do like working on editing and stuff. No, first of all, first of all, for the fact that you say you love editing, like that is already a good thing for you because I know that a lot of people that are in the YouTube space, one of the issues that or one of the parts that they don't like is the part where you have to editing all the videos. That's the part they don't really like. And that's um something that like you said that you say you love editing and it's just shocking to me. That means you're actually going to stay for a very long time on this stuff because in fact, it's one of the things that you just need to be doing when it comes to, you know, being a YouTuber and being a content creator. But now that you're into these whole three things here, yeah, and it things started with makeup, I'd like to know, like, what made you, you know, have interest in makeup, generally? I think your stuff is muted. 
my god i'm so sorry okay oh, you guys okay right. yeah i hear you all right so i feel like and makeup i just like the idea of changing let me not say changing i'm just enhancing my beauty there's yeah. just this extra vibe that comes with you having your puffed lashes and just having the full makeup okay okay like, okay i can't take over this world like i can't do whatever i want to do so okay. yes i really like that feeling and just you know you know how when you do people's makeup and you're like oh my god i love this thank you very much i look good yeah. i look this i'm like yeah that's me i did that <laughs> <laughs> so like what, what what was like before we even go into let let let, let me just focus on makeup now and then we'll go into the other content creation space so like what was what was like the learning phase for you when it came to that makeup side because obviously you cannot just start out as start out being a beast when it comes to makeup or doing makeup for yeah. people so i need to know like what was that learning process like for you the learning process was very interesting it goes back to youtube i've always 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 liked watching youtube so i always watch people's video on youtube luckily i had a friend to that was into makeup so that time like when i didn't have stuff because my mom hated makeup so like when i didn't have things she would let me practice a lot with her products she would let me do whatever she told me if my makeup box is in my room can't carry it lane like practice and the first time oh. i did makeup in my own level i was looking like a clown but like i decided to take it out <laughs> i decided to go out i was like what's the worst that can happen i'll see myself as a meme but yeah <laughs> i took it out and then people were really complimenting me they're like oh my god what powder, what powder do you use what foundation do you use it sits well on your skin this, this, this. i was like eh if eh, you thought you were a clown but see people are really digging this so like yeah we could do something with this we could like go extra so the learning process i don't know i used to come out with a like terrible makeup look so i'm not even going to lie but then oh. you know when they say um practice makes perfect it actually does yeah because when yeah. you practice over time like your work gets better you start seeing improvement and especially when you watch back like when you watch your past videos i watched some videos yeah. from two years back my first ever makeup video is still on my laptop saved because i just like to watch it and be like oh wow if i see where yeah. you're coming from and see where you are now it's just very nice to see that you grow and you're not just in one place and i know i'm not at my finished let's say my finished product i'm not at my finished points but yeah i'm getting better day by day that, that's that's actually very nice that's very nice but like i mean to know because you know when it comes to makeup eh, people have this general perception that doing makeup for someone takes too much time like every time i watch videos and they're always asking uh, maybe a guy or they're asking a babe like how long did your makeup saying that she did that makeup for like two hours straight and i'm like ah, ah, two hours so like what exactly makes the times like the time so or like why is the timing so much when it comes to the makeup for somebody or is it just a, a, a misconception that people have when it comes to this makeup thing or are there other shorter makeup that can do under 10 minutes and just go okay for that i think it depends on your on your person like it depends on who is doing your makeup yeah. i've always been someone that i do makeup like my makeup time is not that long i think i can do a makeup look under an hour but not for videos okay. if it's video obviously i have to do extra so like videoing all right yeah yeah, yeah if i'm doing an impromptu makeup i think i can do that in like 20 minutes my oh. my hack is i try to keep it minimal like people feel like when they yeah. waste much time on makeup they are doing their best they like ah. you can do something really <laughs> nice in under 10 minutes what's them? make sure yeah. you blend it or make sure everything is looking past bush you know <laughs> but yeah, yeah i feel like that's the best thing 
some people just like to waste time on makeup and then just make it look like, ah, ah, but I'm contouring now. Ah, ah, I've not finished my shadow. Oh, God, finish this thing and let's be going. <laughs> yeah, because like, it, I, I think there's a lot of that guys hate so much where maybe they plan a meeting with somebody, we babe, and they're like, okay, we're going to meet at five o'clock and they're coming there by five. And the lady said that she's doing her makeup, that she's the first two hours. And she's been doing her makeup for like two hours. So, and she's still in her makeup at that time. And everybody's like, what are you rubbing on your face? Like, what are you doing? It takes like, so much time. My intention, intention was to waste that boy's time. <laughs> no, but <laughs> actually, like, the, the you know, but, but there's actually some people that actually do that kind of thing. Like, if you know you're going to know, take time, I feel like, okay, yeah, if you're going to take time, you start early. You know your, uh, you've learned your time and you've learned your pace at how you do your makeup. Just start early so you know you finish on time. But let's but do me, know some people actually take time. Like, you know some people yeah, yeah, take I know time. some people take time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've seen people that would do their makeup like they would do it for three hours straight. And I'm like, why? What are you painting? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I know you said something like you said that earlier when you said your makeup that when you did the first one, that you didn't think it was so nice, but where like, ah, let me just come out like that. Then what's happening happened. How were you able to? Um, build that kind of mindset because I know that one thing that happens to a lot of people in this their creative journey is being afraid to put out the first thing, whether it's putting out the first video, putting out the first podcast episode, or putting out the first picture that they take. Like, there's always this um, overthinking fear that they have, like, ah, is my work going to be good enough? How people perceive it? But you are saying that you just came out and you're like, oh, more answer, don't say, let them see. Like, how are you able to get that mindset or get that kind of? I think I've always been yeah. a very carefree person. Like, I really, really don't yeah. think about what people say. I think yeah. the minimum of it, because I know that if I start to think, I'm also an overthinker. Like, if I start to think, oh, <laughs> I will never do that thing, <laughs> because I'll be like, eh, they see me, they'll talk, this one, that one. But, ah, see, you do it, you do it. If anybody talk, you're still alive. You get, have the chance to grow and get better. My first YouTube video is not what I'm, I am now. My first YouTube video, I can't remember that video, God. I didn't have any light. I, didn't, I think... Okay, if you went to see you, you know that we had iPods then, and then I started yeah. my YouTube, I think my 200 level, and my iPod was what I used to first to record my first video. I didn't have any light. I just sat in front of my window and had to use natural light. My audio was bad, everything. But I just sat and I was like, eh, we're doing this video today. We're doing this video. You cannot start out perfect. That's one thing I've learned. Even though you feel like, oh, people are telling you that one, everybody's just saying what they want to say. You actually cannot start out perfect. You start... Let me not say you start bad. You start from somewhere and then you grow into something. And I feel like starting small gives you the point as in the pace to grow. When you see your work from before, you're like, ah, yes, I'm actually growing. Yes, I'm doing this. Like, I'm not where I started. Like, I'm not still at that point. If you start good, yeah. where do you want to grow to? Where do you want to grow to? <laughs> you want to grow backwards. <laughs> actually, actually, that's true. That's very true. That's a good point. Yeah. So, uh, let, let me just let me just cover all the whole let me just start asking questions that will cover the whole areas now don't just make up so like something i need to ask now is as a makeup artist as a content creator as a youtuber how do you come up with ideas for new content or how do you come up with ideas for a new maybe design when it comes to makeup like how do you come up with those ideas okay so for content creation i feel like your life is your content so if I'm creating content, my vlogs, you're going to basically be seeing what I am or who I am. You're going to see me live my life, but then there's just a camera with me. Yeah. So content creation, if you have a life, you can create content. It's not that hard. And then wow. for makeup, I tend to watch other people like Dummy Girl, 
the babe, babe next door. I feel like you just have to watch other people because I, you run out of ideas for sure. You cannot have too many ideas. I know I have a book of ideas that I have not even finished executing on my works. But sometimes I'm watching other people and I'm just like, I want to recreate this. I want to recreate this. I'm not saying you should go and recreate the whole person's life. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you have to have like your own differences. And the thing is me, if I start to do a video, I have to try to look for a way to make my own difference. So if everybody yeah. is doing um, the same eyeshadow look, I can decide to be upside down and just use different colors. Like makeup yeah. is something that is very, what's that word? Very flexible. Like you don't have to follow a rule. Everybody, uh, we don't all draw our eyebrows the same way. Like everybody draws it yeah. different. So yeah. just go with the flow, yeah. If you feel like you want to do something, do it. If you run out of ideas, you can just take a step back, watch people, try to, Ideas always come. Like you started this thing for a reason because you had ideas in the first place. So yeah. like if you know you are not feeling productive at that time, you can always just step back and ideas are flowing. Yeah, that that that's true. I really I really agree with what you said. And I wanted to also know because one other thing that I've heard a lot of people complain about in their creative journey is support. Support in the sense that okay, you know, they'll send their episodes or send their videos people to watch and subscribe and like and comment but they don't get a lot of, a lot of support especially from the people that they call friends so let, i'll let you know like did you have that kind of experience and how were you able to deal with that kind of experience okay i would say <laughs> i actually do have friends <laughs> let me not say they do not support me but they ah, how can i put it it's not like they do not want to support me it's just life everybody has something on their plate I Actually. started off and I tried, oh, you guys, my friends were always the first, like, I appreciate the friends I have. They're always pushing my videos. They're always sharing. Even if they don't have MD at that time, my friends tell me, if I don't have that and now, when I get this, I'll watch it. And I'm like, oh, cool. One thing I have learned is nobody owes you nothing. <laughs> my sister doesn't watch Actually. my videos. I'm not mad about it because she's my sister. <laughs> like, she has her life. Like, I don't feel entitled to her watching my videos. But sometimes I'm like, I'm going to watch my video. I'll force her. But then I just feel like see, everybody has something that they are playing. Nobody is a child anymore that has all the free time to want to support their friends. When they do, just feel grateful about it. And then for um, subscriptions and comments and shares and all of that. Um, if you check my YouTube, you'll see that my views like fluctuate. You can have a good video today. You have 300 views. Tomorrow, you can have 20 views. Who do you want Actually. to hold? Would you also hold, hold that you say, oh, you don't watch my video? It's not about, like, you are not entitled to anybody watching your video. So I just go ahead with it. And sometimes, like, you just see strangers support you. I have so many friends I have made just off Instagram. Like, people I don't know from anywhere. But once I post, she's like, if I'm sharing your video, she will share, she will comment, she will do this. And I'm like, this is somebody that does not know me. So ha, if people that don't know me can go out of their way to do it, then, yeah. At the end of the day, Let's be honest, we also don't support all the things our friends are doing. Like, that, that's true. you're not sharing everything, you're not doing everything that they want you to do. So, why do you want them to do everything you want? At the end of the day, you grow at your pace, something good will happen for you. Jesus, still. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think that's just something that a lot of people need to understand because I see a lot of people most times they talk about this thing of, oh, my friends are not supporting me, they are meant to support me. And I can remember when I was I was going through IJ, I just saw this post by I think it's Niger Branch. I can't remember the handle, but I know the 
human social media like uh, management and social media content creation and things like this and she was saying that look your friends are not your target market and people were like ah what do you mean by that and my friends are meant to be supporting yeah they are really not they, are, they can be your supporters but they are not your target market exactly so and like you said everybody has what they are doing and at the same time not all your friends are going to be interested in what you are doing for example now me doing podcasts none of my friends listen to podcasts on a normal day so nothing will just make them open the podcast app and just start and just automatically 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 start listening to my own episodes maybe yeah, they can, can just be days that we want, they want to oh let me go and watch chris let me go and listen to chris. yeah there are some days they're just yeah. like oh okay let me see what chris is up to but then yeah that first them, first them. actually and at the same time I feel like, like the people, thing also, is people just yeah, need to yeah. understand that they're not entitled to their like people. Yeah, that that's 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 a very good point because it's going to also help them not to go and break their friendship because not some people say that thing that ah my friend just supporting my business and I'm like it's only your business that's the only part of your life like so the person was supporting every other thing that just because the person did not support your business or support what you are to make money and that just automatically cancels the full friendship like. Yeah, like if I make way. money somewhere else, I don't necessarily need to support. But then, what if I'm advertising your brand? What if I'm doing something for you on the load that you don't even know about? Actually, actually, that's, that's a friend true. of that's mine. Good. Like me and him, we're not that close, but I know he's my friend. Like I know he's somebody that is on the lookout. Like he looks out for me and all. Yeah. But then I know he doesn't really share my work. He's not really like die die on me but like one day he just texted me and he was like oh if there's this opportunity in my office they're looking for a youtuber a small youtuber and i suggested you in my head i'm like eh, he suggested me like i didn't even think i was on his mind do you understand but they yeah. just go out of their way to pitch you for an opportunity so like at the end of the day it's not everything you know yeah so you will give you will give it another example to to that my sister my sister doesn't she doesn't i think i don't know if she listens but i've never seen her Posted maybe it's only once when she posted my podcast on her on her IG page. But then I call her and I bring up my podcast, she's always ready to give you like one advice or the other, or she'll be like, Oh, I listen to the episode this time, and I think you need to work on this. Like, yeah, you know that okay, she still genuinely cares, but maybe she just doesn't want to just post on her story, or maybe she doesn't just use her IG like that. Like something exactly. just made her not to just post on her IG, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't still have it in mind when it comes to that particular creative career. Yeah, so like yeah. One thing I know is that because um, you know you said you're a vlogger, you're a giant YouTuber, content creator, social media manager on top, only you. So like yes, I don't know. Right? <laughs> so I don't know because I know the social media manager. That means you're getting professional jobs. Mm, so I don't yes. know. I, I, yeah, you got to you got to professional jobs, yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm working on one currently. All right. So I want to know. Like, have you ever had? ridiculous clients that's that's one then two is that first of all like before you even talk about that can we know how you be able to get your first client because that's one question i always ask everyone in the creative journey that i've gotten professional like how were you able to get that first client that you're working okay. for that you work for all right so for social media management um that was i linked up with i networked with the lady in my 200 300 level it time yeah. And then since then she has always like she put me on social media management. So when I was working with her, then she was if you're in charge of social media. And then me, I'm yeah. like, ah, that's a good job. Because at the end of the day, I'm just on social media and I'm working. So yes, yeah. I just I was like, ah, thank you. And then when I was on it, she used to make sure like I had things that were going to show my talent. And then she'll just give me something. I'm like, oh, if I handle this campaign online. And then I would do it and she'd be like, Oh my god, this is nice. And then the guy that was working with her, now I was an intern here. Yeah. 
And then this guy yeah. was working on her. He was a full-time staff. And then she used me to reference to him that see what I told you to do. If he has done it under 20 minutes and it's working, <laughs> I would be like, hey, God, this woman was cosplay to me and this guy. But like, it just made me feel like, oh, okay, see, you're just an intern and then you're doing your well, so why not? So now she just texted me and she's always looking out for me. So every time she has a job, she just be like, oh, if I have a social media management for a job for you, are you interested? And then she'll set up a meeting with them. Yeah. So for crazy clients, I don't think I have had any crazy clients. I'll just say I've had very demanding clients or very demanding like jobs. There are some that want, like, they want to pay you so little, but then they want so much. Yeah. Um, there's one I worked with, so they were paying me about, I think I can say it, about 60k my first time, yeah. and then he would text, that man, that man would text me at 4am and tell me, ah. if uh, this is what I want, at a point, like, I had to just block his number from calling me, if he wanted to text me, he should text me on WhatsApp, because he can call you, you come by 7am, this, 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 this. I'm not gotten this, this, this. I'm like, oh God, I'm top this is 60k. You didn't want. He was like, to, like <laughs> their demands are just crazy. They feel like once you're making money from them, you should do heaven and earth. And that's one thing. Me, I know I'm just starting out. I know I'm small. Like, so obviously, I don't feel like I'm still building my portfolio. So sometimes yeah. I feel like, oh, I can't reject jobs. So I just try to like tell them that, oh, this is what I can do. This, this, this. this. And it doesn't mean that when you're small, you can't turn up, you can't turn down jobs. There is one I got for a skincare brand, and then I told them, you know, obviously this is skincare. I'm building my yeah. brand. I cannot do something hypocritical. Like I can't take a skincare uh, that skincare brand that doesn't work, and I'll start writing that oh, you works. If people try yeah. it, the small brand I'm trying to build will crash. <laughs> so True. she told me, she told me, um, she wanted me to do skincare. Most an influence like influence for her skincare. And I was like, oh, ah, that's nice. Um, clinical. I told her that oh, she should send me her products and then I'll use it over a period of time and I'll re- um, review it online. And she was like, no, I don't need to get the products. I should just say that I've gotten it and then make a post for them. I said, hey. <laughs> I said okay, okay, I'll get back to you. As I caught it, like I blocked it. I'm like, hey, you want to kill me? And then you know even the money she offered me was not even like I pitched a price to her, and I think she cut it into four, and she was like, "That's what she paid." I said, "It's not me." Uh-uh. So, I know I'm starting small, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I know the workload that was going to come with that brand was going to be a lot, so I couldn't. If see, if you don't turn down um, offers at the end, of, you'll be buried in work, and at at that point, yeah. you have already agreed, so you have to. Do you understand? Even though you don't feel yeah. satisfied, but then it's something you've agreed to, so you have to go through with it. I think I think you even just hit on something that is very very important, especially to people that are listening to us talk right now. Like if you're someone that's trying to build a brand, especially in the influencing industry, like I've always wanted to actually speak with an influencer to really know how their work goes because I know that you being an influencer or being an influencer in any way you find yourself your audience will have to trust every single statement that you make out of your mouth or every yeah. single thing you tell them. And if you are now telling them or giving them um, a right impression of a wrong product, it's going to affect both you and the company or both you and that particular product or the yeah, company that owns that product. What you said is true. I don't even trust brands. I trust the influencers better. So like when I wanted yeah. to get um, some of my equipment, 
equipment. I went to check a particular influencer. She works for this shopping, um, shopping, what can I call it? A shopping site, yeah. So she works, yeah. she's the influencer, and then she said something that, oh, guys, you can get this thing at, on this site. It's very keen. And I went to get it. And when they um, sent this thing to me, I set it up. But then I found out that it was even sports. Like, they sent a sports um, product to me. The first yeah. thing that came to my head was not to comp- um, was not to complain to the um, site to the company. My first thing was to go and complain to the influencer. Let's see what you're influencing <laughs> for. See the people you're influencing for, and then they're sending me um, bad packages and all of that. So as an influencer, almost you're the face of that brand, or you're the face of that company. Like most of the complaints will come to you, especially if you're the one that created that awareness. People will come yeah. back and follow your head. What are you influencing? That 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 is something that is really really important, very 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 important. Because as we are all trying to build our creative um, careers, in any creative space, find yourself. There's a particular point you build yourself to that people in that area. Like for example, now like you that is like a YouTuber and a content creator, probably maybe one of the products that you use normally, like maybe you are someone that uses like for example like you use tripod, maybe a company that has that is into you know making their own tripods and come and meet and be like, okay, we want you to start being an influencer for our brand. Yeah. And that is now where you now start taking some very critical decisions to make sure that, okay, you're not working with the wrong person or you're not trying to give people the wrong impression about a product and things like that so that you will not end up messing up your brand because the moment, the moment they have an issue with your audience, there's a bit of trust that is lost. When yeah. it comes to your career, so like it's too easy for them to. A friend of theirs even wants to use you or wants to use something that was influenced by you. They're like, ah, that one, don't buy it. Though. It's useless. I bought it the other time, and then she was just saying that she was influencing for the wrong brand. So at the end of the news yeah. spread, and your brand will collapse. That's very true. That's very true. So like, so tell me, like, in in your full creative journey, here, yeah, what are some mistakes that you think you've made? That's has kind of shaped you to the point you, you are now. Mistakes I've made. I don't or challenges you faced. Okay, yes, I think it's more challenges than mistakes. Uh, okay. Because, okay, so for challenges, I'll say equipment have been my biggest challenge. Like, I'm not going to class a content creator. You need a lot of equipment. Let me not say you so, need it. at your starting point. You don't need a lot, but on the long run, like when people see, for example, I'm a YouTuber. If I hit 1,000 subscribers, you don't expect me to yeah. keep recording my videos with an iPod. Like, you don't expect True. me to stay on that quality. You obviously want to see. They've given you the chance to go. Yeah, They've made you reach a level. You yeah. beat down 1,000 subscribers and then you're still serving them the same quality. So for that, equipment are my challenges because I'm, I'm always putting pressure on myself that if I need to get better, if I need to do this better, then you need yeah. So most times I'm always pushing to buy more equipment and then the useless equipment you buy and then they'll be having the girls to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see that I'm struggling and you still want to pour my hand? Ah. <laughs> so just when you get that kind of challenge, you're just like, sometimes you'll be like, okay, I'm done. Okay, I'm not doing it. I know how many times I've taken a break from YouTube and I'm like, I'm not going back. When you know me, I will just carry camera again one day and just say, hi guys. because i just like it i just really really like it so if you're going into content creation if you're going into youtube and you want to just go for the money there's youtube there's money in youtube but there is a lot of money in youtube because yeah i know youtubers are like they've made it big and then they bought houses they bought cars from just youtube and you're like "Uh -uh, why just making videos 
there's money in it, but if you come into it for the wrong reasons, or more, you'll be you 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 like you just not be interested anymore. Like the way I am yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. My growth has been slow, but I am seeing it. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, if you just hit hundred subscribers, like you're still this year, you hit hundred subscribers, like now you're this, like obviously your growth is coming. But then if you are in it for money, you're just like I beg. I've been in this thing for over a year and I've not hit this. I'm not doing it again. So I feel like challenges will come, but you just have to like take it one step. You can't take breaks. I'm taking breaks because I cannot afford that. I will keep taking breaks. Actually, <laughs> because yeah, necessary. Yeah, like what you said is very important because anybody starting any creative thing and is coming with the angle of okay, I want to make profits from this stuff. There's a very high chance you might end up stopping along the way. Literally, so like not long ago, I learned something from. Someone I listen to when it comes to this whole content creation not being a creative. The guy was like, see, sometimes it's even better to look for a different means to even make money so that you'll not be tempted to monetize the audience you're already building on the creative journey you are on. For example, yeah. like you're the YouTuber now. Instead of trying to maybe create a product that you say, okay, people should come and buy my product. Instead, you just have something that you're doing on the side that's giving you money that you never have to meet your audience and tell them things like, okay, I have this product and come and start trying to maybe get money from them because from that will not start it will start first of all you start um 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 discouraging them to watch your video and same time you yourself will stop thinking of actually bringing or putting out mad content for them because now you're just thinking of how like how will i make money yeah, from you this just want to get money like i just want to get money i don't care okay you even see it in your work like your work will not be as perfect your work will not be as good anymore because now you're just like credit a lot yeah that's very true so um what do you think are some misconceptions about um, maybe makeup artists or YouTubers or you know content creators as a whole? Do you see there's any there's any misconceptions? Misconceptions. Okay, for makeup artists, I feel like the misconception is you don't um makeup artists are people that don't think that they are pretty or they need makeup to be alive or they need makeup to be. <laughs> I will go out with my best face any goddamn day. <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> makeup just makes me feel confident. I just feel like, but then me being on my best face, there's sometimes I, eh, I'm even more confident without my without my makeup. Like, I know what I am. So at the end of the day, makeup does not make me. If they not clean my makeup in public, what will happen? I went out the ground. No, no. Ah, I have to continue my life. But then, yeah, that's one misconception that I think but then some makeup artists go to extreme. So I think I can understand that misconception. Yeah. For YouTube. I I, yeah. Okay, yeah, go on. No, you can, you can continue. For YouTube, what was the misconception? Um, misconception for YouTube, I feel like um, they believe that YouTubers are not real. YouTubers try to put um, just the good part of their life on. At the end, let's be honest. People like the good life. People like good life. Actually. Nobody wants to watch you cry. Nobody wants to watch you hungry. Nobody wants to watch you in your house start. Like nobody likes negativity as a whole. Exactly. Nobody just likes that vibe. But everybody's always like, be real, put your real life out there. Oh God, you don't want to watch me just lying there in my house. That's a lie. So <laughs> when you see people putting out the good content, it's because they know that's what their audience wants. Everybody wants to see you going out, trying on this outfit, you ordering stuff, you going to try that new restaurant, you um traveling out. That's the thing. So obviously, yeah. I'm going to give you what you want. It's not a misconception or whatever. It's just what you people want to see. Yeah. Um, for content creation, what's the misconception that every con- content creator is rich? Oh, um, uh, is a lie. <laughs> Chris, how much is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not making money for my for my podcast. 
you see, like I'm not making money from my YouTube too. Making money from my Instagram, I don't know, maybe very minimal. Like, but at the end of the day, I'm going to continue. I'm spending money to even build this brand because you have to vlog, you have to go out, you are spending money to go to this place. Nobody will invite you to somewhere in Lagos for free. So if you think we are rich, please remove that misconception. You can make me richer. I can tell Chris to drop my account number somewhere. <laughs> But yeah, that's the huge misconception. There are some content creators that are rich, yes, but there are also some that are just trying to build a brand and hopefully get Actually, rich one day. I, I, think, I think when it comes to misconception, I think for the YouTube part, I think there's a good thing that being a YouTuber is easy. They're just about just putting the camera in front of you and just talking. Or just with the camera and just moving. Like, yeah, you don't know the amount of... camera, they should try. <laughs> Everybody like, get phone. <laughs> Actually, like they don't know the amount of work that comes, especially in the back end, that's the editing itself. Yeah, like, it's there's a lot of things being done there. And you, as a content creator, you as a YouTuber, not have to always get better with your edits at the same time, so yeah, you to always you look nice. Yeah, you can't, you can't stay on the same point. I'll forever stay it. Like, if you have to stay on that same point, then just give up <laughs> because what's the point of it? How can you stay on except there's no even way you stay on the same point? There are free editing apps, there are apps that will like just be there for you free of charge you don't have to pay you don't have to start with yeah. um, the femora or the final cut pro the one that you need to pay under a kid uh-uh there's insurance there's <laughs> iMovie I started editing with iMovie and that's wow. like the most common one edit your video and the process of you seeing it come together is just really good uh you know from raw footages you're seeing your video play out like a movie you're transitioning and all of that so yeah uh, yeah that, that that's very true so, like, um, what would be the best advice you give someone that is, that want, that wants to enter into the creative space you are in or is already dead? What would, what kind of advice would you give to that kind of person? If you want to go into um, being a creative, if you want to be a YouTuber, almost start. Do it. If it's slow, just continue. As far as you know, you really like it. You really like sitting in front of the camera. You know how to edit. You don't even necessarily need to know how to edit. You will learn once you start. Yeah. But yeah, don't give up. As far as you know, it's a passion of you. Like, no matter how much you form, you're postponing, you're postponing. One day, you know you need to start. So just start now. Do what you want to do. If your growth is slow, it will surely come. Like, it will surely come. Sometimes I don't believe these things I'm saying, but I know that it will come. <laughs> it's hard to believe sometimes, yeah, because you're yeah. Watching that. I had a friend, a friend, and then she was on 600 followers when, about last year. Yeah. And I was about 1.5. I was on one. 1500 and i used to be like you always think okay we're going together me i'll be in front she's coming at my back he's a lie she's on 3000 plus now <laughs> people will grow ahead of you you will start with people yeah. people will start after you and then they will pass you but it doesn't mean yeah. that your time is not going to come like you will still blow just calm <laughs> I, I think i think the advice is actually very good for anybody that's doing anything like the first things first you know make sure that you have passion for that thing because it's a passion yeah, that's going your to passion you what to drive you yeah, it's also going to keep you on the journey to continue. Just like you said that, you know, you said that sometimes that you feel like once you stop this time, you just set up carrying the camera again because you know you actually love that thing you are doing. You get so even when you have challenges in it, you will still you can still just stop and start again. You get so that's one thing I would just say. Then then the the, the same I'll keep saying the same thing at the end of every episode that look, even if you want to be a YouTuber, it's not enough to just go online to learn how to edit videos or learn how to take videos. Actually practice. And practice and make as much videos as possible. But that's what's going to help you to keep getting better. It's yeah, not by making just one video. Not be what you want to do. 
your first recording yeah. will be what you upload. You will practice so many. I have so many videos that I have made, but I never posted it because I did not just think it was good enough. But you will just yeah. keep trying. Just keep see trial and error. Abi, what's that thing? Yes, Abi. Yes, yeah. Yeah, trial and error. Like you fail some, you win some. Just continue. Yeah, that's just it. That's that's how the whole KT journey is. That's just it. But like nevertheless, we're 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 already at the end of this episode. And I'm sure if you're listening to me, you'd have I hope every single thing you've said here kind of add value to you one way or another. And like I said before, if if you didn't hear me the first time when I was saying it, you can hear me now. Go to the description, follow her, follow Ife on IG, go to her YouTube page, subscribe and watch her videos. And I'm sure you really enjoy the content that she has there. Most of her, most of our content are really nice too. So guys, um, I think we've come to the end of this episode. And if you thank you for joining us on this podcast, thank again, you for having me. I had fun. Yeah, thank no problem. You thank much. you, thank you, guys. Thank you, and thank you to everyone that listened to this episode. And please don't forget to share and subscribe, and also, um, you know, follow the IG page. And if you need to contact Ife, contact her through IG um, username in the description too. Thank you, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.